what do you get when you mix Road Warrior, Mega Man, and Red? I think you get the movie we're about to talk about. Welcome to Cutthroat Cinema Podcast. I am your host, O. And I'm your host, L. And you can find us at Cutthroat Pod on Twitter, at Cutthroat underscore cinema on Instagram. And if you want to follow me, you can find me at O the Har, double O double H the Har on Instagram. And you can find Al at Steel underscore Lens underscore cinema. And uh, let's talk about Turbo Kid. Yeah. I'm ashamed of myself for waiting so long to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. This is something that if came out in our youths, we would have loved it. We would have loved, which yeah. is clearly what the directors were going for here. Yeah. It's um, a heavy 80s nostalgic joyride. And which was obviously meant to be looked like it was created in the 80s. <laughs> it definitely had that feel. Um, the movie is set in a post-apocalyptic 1997. Yes. Which so, I thought was a very clever way to kind of keep the retroness of the 80s there. Yeah. So uh, I'll read the uh, synopsis. Okay. Okay. So in a post-apocalyptic wasteland in 1997, a comic book fan adapts the persona of his favorite hero to save his enthusiastic friend and fight a tyrannical overlord. Yeah. This movie has pretty much no one in it with the exception of Michael Ironside, (laughs) who Uh, plays a grave villain. Yeah. Of of like name. Yeah. Name recognition. It's pretty much no one. Um, The directors of this movie is a trio of people and they are... Uh, the directors of another movie that's heavy in 80s nostalgia. Summer of 84. Summer of 84, which, which we've talked about on this channel before. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, see it. We recommend it. It's, yes. a, it's a great little horror movie that doesn't go the way you'd expect. And no, uh, terrible ending. Terrible ending. And, <laughs> oh, and not a, terrible in that it's bad. Terrible yeah, like in that it's... a downer. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking downer. Yeah, tragic. Um, but yeah, it was a Turbo Kid was... A lot of fun. And you definitely can see Turbo Kid came out first, I think, in 2015. 2015, yeah. And Summer of 84 came out in 2018. And and now I think they're in production to do a Turbo Kid 2 because now the movie has gotten a lot of recognition over the last couple of years. Yeah, you can't even uh, pick it up on Blu-ray. It's like out of stock, sold out. Yeah, it's I like think 200 you... something dollars if you want to yeah, pay for it. Yeah, studio released, like, you know, like one of those uh, smaller studios released like a nice... Um, I don't know, steel book or yeah. special edition. And if you want to buy it on eBay, it range, you know, buy now is a 200, but bidding goes around the hundred or 120. But, uh, I really enjoyed this movie. The fact that it was set in a 1997 post-apocalyptic wasteland was clever. Yeah. It, um, got, gave you that like, Oh, this was made during the eighties, you know, and mm-hmm. by 1997, the world is over. Yeah. Everybody gets around on BMX bikes. I thought yeah. it was very clever. I, I thought that was great. No cars, no need for them. Everybody rides bikes everywhere. And if you, do, and you know, if they don't ride a bike, they ride in the little side cart, side cart, <laughs> like Michael Irons <laughs> or the wagon, the wagons. <laughs> it was, it's just a, a really fun movie too. Like even with the, like the murder that happens in the movie, cause there's plenty of that. There's plenty of murders that happen. Yeah, there was some over-the-top gratuitous violence. Yeah, I appreciated it. Yeah, yeah. Super gory. I wouldn't call this a horror movie other than it's like... Post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic, so sci-fi, dystopian future. Horror-adjacent. Sure, sure. It was very uh, loving and heartfelt at the same time. Yeah. Turbo Kid's relationship with uh, Apple. 
Yeah. So uh-huh. essentially what happens in the movie is this kid who it, you can tell kid. is alone. And the kid, <laughs> like that's what he goes by in the movie. Uh, he is by himself. He goes to look for, you know, different things for his like, he has like a little cave and it's like collectibles and it's stuff from the 80s. So he has like a Rubik's Cube. He has posters. He has pre-chewed gum, which is fucking gross. Yeah. He has the little, um, what were those things called? Kaleidoscope or no? Uh, um, no, the one with the pictures. Um, um, I can't remember what they're called. Well, you put it in a disc and like you click and it shows different pictures. Yeah. What the hell was that called? I literally can't remember. I can't remember what the name of those were, but th- that was huge in the eighties. The Viewmaster. So Viewmasters, yeah, yeah, those were huge. Back you know, in the day. back in the day, eighties, nineties. Honestly, the those were you know like a good way to keep your kids busy for like five seconds. <laughs> now it's a cell phone. Now it's a cell phone. <laughs> uh, some people say we've improved. I don't. I don't necessarily I don't, I don't believe that. that. <laughs> the ramifications of technology on children now. Yeah, oh seriously. Kid. But no, the the yeah, the movie scav- is he's a scavenger, yeah, yeah and, and trades it in at the local. Uh, yeah, um, it almost has a very. Um, oh boy, I know what you're gonna say. You know Star- what I'm gonna say? Star- Force, Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. <laughs> 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 Stupid. <laughs> but no, Me- it does. Wait, wait, wait. Remember when Star Wars was good? <laughs> remember, I remember. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it definitely. I'm assuming you got that feel too, since you knew I was going to say it. I knew it. what you were going to say. Uh, I swear we had no discussion. We about had this. no discussion about this scene prior to this. We we talked about the movie a little bit, but not about this scene. Um, but yeah, it very much feels like. And w- is it just, just me? FYI, this, yeah, that's not the first time anything like this has happened in a movie where uh, where we've had the exact same feeling about uh, something well, that and uh where uh in a post-apocalyptic future people scavenge and go trade it in yeah i mean technically the star wars movies would be considered post-apocalyptic in some way wouldn't they uh, well, i mean they, depending they, they on take, the planet they take place in a like not in a earth-like setting yeah i mean it's a future universe. different universe sure whatever universe. but that being said whatever moving right along you're not even a star wars fan no i'm not <laughs> Did I pre- did I fucking pretend like I was? I was gonna say you've watched each movie once. I didn't see the prequels. But you watched the sequels. I watched two out of three of the sequels. Oh, you didn't bother with uh, the third one. I I liked Force Awakens when it first came out, but I didn't care to sit. Th- I'm not a yes, big yes. Right, movie person. With like Star Wars. with Star Wars, yeah. like not a big movie person. But if I'm gonna sit through something that's three hours long, I need it to be Enthrall- enthralling. <laughs> enthralling. <laughs> Like, I'll fucking watch Infinity War again, but I'm not going to watch. <laughs> Don't watch Endgame. Um, yeah, please. No, so the so he is a scavenger. And uh, was it just me, the guy who he uh, who the kid goes to to, like, scavenge? I feel like if that movie was made today, Sean Gunn would be playing that character. I just got a very strong, uh, strong Sean Gunn vibe from it. I don't know. Do you know who Sean Gunn is? No. Am I supposed to? Yes. James Gunn's brother. So the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. I know who James Gunn is. Okay. His brother. Who's his brother? The guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Yandu's uh, like subordinate. The one who ends up using his like spiky head mm-hmm. thing at the end. Yes. That's Sean oh, that's, Gunn. That's his brother? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why you feel that way. Just because like the character, the way he's dressed, the way he walks, the way he talks. Okay. That's a weird point to anyway, me. Whatever. Um, but yeah, the... Focus. But that's what it reminded me of when we're talking about the movie. So shut up. Uh, but yeah, the the he goes and scavenges uh, like a rat thing that he caught. 
and he's you know a mutated rat a mutated rat the guy obviously has like a soft side for him because he's been a kid on his own for a really long time he's so amazed he, that he's been able to last yeah he says that to him uh he gives him a couple of extra things he gave him some water which was gross looking and yeah, like, and like he's misty looking water yeah, it's nasty uh and it's uh like some pegs for his bike along with the turbo <laughs> man comic mm-hmm. uh, turbo rider to- is it turbo rider turbo rider yeah and he he was like oh okay so then he fucks off to read the comic in the park by himself and he's reading it out loud and he's like acting it out because obviously it's post-apocalyptic he's not with anyone (laughs) like it's a sad scenario but he's reading it by himself and then uh apple shows up well i mean before this though he bumps into um the cowboy guy doesn't he what's his name in the movie Um, cowboy (laughs) Frederick. Frederick. Oh, right. Frederick, the, the arm wrestler. The arm wrestler. The greatest arm wrestler of all time. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot, and I do mean a lot of 80s references in this. You you could kind of see Frederick as maybe this universe's Crocodile Dundee because he's got the hat and the coat. Um, the guy who he's, you see him arm wrestling in the beginning, the masks he's wearing kind of reminds me of the mask from Indiana Jones. The, yeah, the, the comet, the, the Kalima mask, yeah, the, the helmet. Um, uh, Molaram is the character with the the helmet. With the, the helmet, yeah, 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 with the spikes on the th- yeah. yeah, yeah. It's I, meant it's clearly a reference to like to pay uh, homage to Indiana Jones and a crocodile Dundee and a crocodile Dundee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Although you can almost call Frederick's character a mixture of Indiana Jones and Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, it's clearly all there. Like the hero. The hero of the story, who you think would be the hero of the yeah, story, well, I, Frederick, mm-hmm. isn't. Yeah. So it's essentially like if Short Round ended up becoming the hero of the story, and and that's what this feels like. You've, like the movie's called Turbo Kid, so you know it's going to be based on this kid. Yeah. You, but you call him Doctor Jones, doll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's obviously the star of it. But you know, when you see and meet Frederick, you. And then, like, the story shifts from Turbo Kid to him for a few minutes. You think, oh, maybe he's going to be the star. And that's definitely not the case. He's the side character in this. Yeah. And you see, I think, at the beginning, a character getting, like, in a little um, underground. Someone comes up to Frederick and says, uh, uh, he took your brother. Yeah. and But you had already seen, at that point, one of those uh, Coliseum-like matches and the tyrannical uh, evil overlord Zeus kills yeah. the well that factory is called olympus did you see that oh no i didn't see that yeah is it really yeah oh, so. i didn't even well it makes sense it His makes sense is zeus. zeus yeah uh <laughs> so yeah he's like let's go and they yeah. leave to go they find leave. his brother and then uh but at that point it's too late he's already killed you, you also you also find out where one of uh frederick's one of his uh one of the people that said we should really focus on finding the water source and he's like will focus on what I want to focus on, finding my brother. Mm-hmm. So he's more concerned about looking for his bro than, I guess, the real mission, which is what they're all suffering from, the lack of water. Yeah. And Apparently Zeus controls the water supply. Yeah. And uh, again, very Mad Max, very road warrior, yeah. water's missing. Yeah, the, the lack of resources, uh, everyone's starving, everyone um, looking for natural resources, and one person controls it all. Yeah. So, and is evil. Yes. And what was the the main bad guy's name in Mad Max? Toe Cutter? 
toe cutter. Toe yeah. cutter. Okay. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's there's always one like big bad evil guy, and it's uh, the there is a twist that comes at the end of this movie when it comes to Zeus uh, that I thought was a little lackluster. But I liked it. I mean, it made sense to me in a way. I mean, I guess, but I, it just I I saw it coming though at a certain point. So. I I didn't see it coming, but mm-hmm. my that was my issue was just like oh okay I guess it's just. One of those twists that they throw in just to be like, oh, look what we did. Uh, I don't think it was a look what we did. But to me, it, it, it fit in. We'll talk about it when we get to it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I like with um, when he meets Apple, she's clearly... I was able to tell that something was up with her right away. Were you able to? Or did you think it was just she was I a just weirdo? I just thought she was just, like, super weird. Yeah? Yeah, she's... Okay. She's very, like, hyper and, like, mm-hmm. super smiley and really, like, attached to the kid who she just met. And she, like, slapped something on his wrist so she so he can't get away from her. It's a tracker. It's a tracker. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because he's, you know, he's obviously a little bit frightened by her because she's, one, a girl, and two, just super hyper and over the top. And, and then when he, she's like, oh, well, you'll be my friend. And she's like, hold on, let me just say goodbye. And she my goes and friend. says goodbye to her, her other friend who's who, dead. Yeah, who she's been, she's been talking to a dead body for a yeah. while probably. Um, and then he ditches her because he's terrified. Yeah, sure. And then he wakes up. Um, he gets shocked because he tries to take off the shocker, the, the, the tracker, I think. Yeah, when he gets back to his place. His little underground uh, bunker. Yeah, and that's where you start to see the uh, the flashbacks of his childhood and what his happened. His parents um, who are... Um, who his parents in the movie who are the director two of, two the, of directors. the directors uh the third director in the movie shows up as a bold guard later on that's what he's that's what he's listed as bold, bold guard, guard. <laughs> i mean if you're the director and your budget's like thirty thousand dollars or something like that chances are you're going to be in starring in your movie editing your movie writing your movie directing your movie makes sense save yeah. money however you can absolutely was there payroll free like paycheck zero dollars <laughs> probably <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he wakes up and she's there. She followed him. He's like, how'd you find me? She's like, oh, I put a tracker on you. Yeah. I really I thought it was funny when he was like, how do you take it off? She's like, you, oh, you just don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I assumed, like, I just, I was watching it with my girlfriend and I was like, I think, she, spoiler, obviously, because we always spoil. Um, Spoilers always. <laughs> um, I was like, she's like some robot or cyborg or something. Like, she's clearly way too... Um, uh, over the top, uh, and I was just like, okay, she's not human. <laughs> yeah. So, and I mean, he does like make the joke when later on he's he lets down his guard a little bit, and she tags him, "You're it," you know. And then he's like, "You're so fast!" Like you hear yeah, me. Yeah. But I have to say, I really enjoyed like their heartfelt relationship. Like it was very loving and caring, and in this. What's supposed to, you know, you watch so many like dystopian future movies and everything so dark and depressing. And well, that's something I enjoyed about this movie. It was. It's this, dark and depressing. And she even says that, you know, the part of the wasteland she comes from is gray and dusty. Yes. But mm-hmm. she's so colorful. Right. She's blue and her hair is blonde and she's got like. With some, pink. With pink in it. Yes. And I found that to be. And something I enjoyed a lot about this movie. The, the Even with him. Even with the kid, he's got like the red and yellow helmet and yes, yes, the rainbow bright arm and knee pads. And <laughs> so I guess at that point we find out that um, Frederick gets captured. They walk into an ambush. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, uh, what is he, I think he says, like, fuck me. How do you always, how did I, 
like no no he's like he goes doesn't he say something like about it being a rude way to to uh, capture someone to catch, like, like from behind yeah right like yes yeah, like while they're taking a piss like yeah, yeah with, with they got the cocks out yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but he's very it's funny because as good as he is and as much as you can believe him as like the strong guy he's also kind of the comic relief of the movie yeah because like terrible things happen, happen to, to him. him uh so it cuts to them and at the same time as they get captured then um apple gets captured also yeah Frederick ditches um the kid ditches runs away yeah because Apple says run run run, run. Um, um he's being chased by the person who captured her and mm-hmm. then he falls into this like pit yes which happens to be the ship of the original turbo rider yeah the um, real life turbo, turbo rider. rider it kind of the implication is that turbo riders were this real world like army man because on the back of the comic book, it says join the army join the today. Army, yeah. And it's a picture of Turbo, Turbo Rider. Yeah, which is funny now because isn't that kind of like what uh, Pixar's doing with Buzz Lightyear? Like, yeah, in a right? way. Like, like the, it was a real Buzz Lightyear army or Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. And then they made toys out of them. Correct. So, so it's, it's Pixar interesting. copying Turbo Kid? Maybe. Oh my God. I wouldn't. Sue. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then uh, uh, their lawyers Pixar, will destroy you. They'll be like, yeah. but um so yeah he he listens to a radio message and he dons the armor who was the radio message because that actor looked familiar i don't i watched it like monday so i don't yeah i watched it about two days ago go ahead you continue talking um so he 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 put he gets motivated by the message and now he he wants to go save apple because he's obviously developed uh feelings for her even in a friendship kind of way, and he's not going to let her die. So he dons the armor. He doesn't like the helmet, and he keeps his helmet on, which I found cute. Yeah, his, you know? his like, helmet's cooler. Yeah, yeah, it is cooler. And um, he goes after Apple. Uh, so they're in, the, they're in Olympus. Zeus is um, giving his speech. The whole... Um, I got to say, I really dug the look of uh, the executionist, I think. Was that his name? Skeletri- Skeletron. Skeletron. Um, yeah. yeah. I think it was Skeletron. Skeletron, yeah. Which, of course, you know, Skeletor, uh, the face mask is a metal skeleton, all reminiscent of the 80s. And, um, you know, he tells him he could win his freedom if he wins, but we all know that's not true. And um, Frederick... Um, Frederick understands that he tells the the guys and Apple we got to muster, uh, you know, a force here. We got to win, and he goes the the key is the element of surprise. Apple like charges, and yeah, kicks the one of the opponents in the dick, yeah, <laughs> and uh, Frederick makes like a comment like uh, oh Karate Kid is also a reference that happens in this movie yes, too. Which, uh, later on when she trains um. Uh, the, the kid, kid uh, like basically strike first, no mercy, strike hard. Yeah. She doesn't say it. She it, says strike hard. Mm-hmm. She goes strike first, strike hard, mm-hmm. show no mercy. Show no mercy, yeah. yeah. So which is clearly more 80s Karate yeah. Kid reference. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, yes. Yeah. And uh, what ends up happening, which to me is where I noticed uh, gave away something for me. And they win. Zeus enters and... Frederick punches Zeus. Zeus catches it. The executionist, uh, I mean, um, Skeletron, Skeletron, slices his hand off because he has a buzz saw that he shoots from yeah. his uh, 
Yeah, well, there's a funny quip that Frederick mentions to Zeus and says, uh, from where I'm standing, I can only see one eye. Like, because he's like, he's, I have eyes everywhere. Yeah, he goes, yeah. from where I'm standing, I can only see one. Yeah, because he's got, uh, he's uh, he's like Odin. He only has one eye. Yeah. So then when he gets, when Frederick gets his hand cut off, right before he makes a comment about his hand, and then Zeus says, from where I'm standing, I can only see one. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like a dick. Like a dick. <laughs> So, yeah, he catches his punch, and then I was like, wait, like, mm, I kind of have, I caught it there where I was like, huh, the strongest, the best arm wrestler in the wasteland, and Zeus just catches his power hand, no problem. So that's where I noticed something. I figured, I just Zeus figured. Just powerful? I, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. one, the name is kind of. Like the, it's supposed to imply that he's super powerful. Well, he's the god of gods, and he's like all knowing, and mm-hmm. that he's able to, you know, get stuff done. And that's why he got in charge because mm-hmm. he's powerful and strong and whatever. And then later on, when you when they show flashback on flashback on how Zeus lost his eye, mm-hmm. you, I still kind of just got that impression. It's like, oh well, you know, I just assumed he was strong and was able to survive that so no i think they were slowly giving it away and i think if you when they give away what apple is that's where i was like okay zeus is the same thing yeah so um they they break out he loses hand uh turbo kid shows up yeah um i think is that where apple names him turbo kid or uh no it's a, it's a little bit later. it's a little bit after so um, once so they're in the pool party scene and frederick turbo kid and apple are about to get slaughtered by zeus's men uh and she she takes the element of surprise and she attacks first and frederick's like all right well i think it's a that's a sign for us to move yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so they all start fighting and Again, gruesome. That's like yeah, one of the first has, scenes uh, you get some gruesome so fucking. The, the Mega Man part is that his wrist, the the wristband that he has. Did we exp- power glove. did we finish explaining how he got the suit? Because well, I think went we... in, he went into the ship and he got the he put on the body armor from the dead. Um, oh right, okay. Yeah, and he didn't like the helmet. That's what we got. Yeah, yeah that's what we got. And, and then the he thing went... charges. Yeah, well, he goes to look for the person who took Apple, kills him, and then I think finds out that he sold her to the. To the pool party. To the pool party, yeah. The Olympus... Uh... The Olympus pool party. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, you know, they fight. And then a- as it looks like they're winning, Zeus gets up and shoots Apple in the chest and yep. kills her. What do you think? Kills her. At that point, uh, they're like, oh, well, the rules are changing. You know, you're changing the rules as you play them. And he's like, well, I make the rules, Zeus yeah. says. It's, it's In a way, it's also like a Star Wars reference. It's an 80s reference because Vader would say, uh, you know... Those, the, you know, uh, the plans have changed. Yeah, pray I don't pray alter I don't, them yeah, further. Yeah. I'm altering the deal. Pray I don't alter them further. It's yeah. all like, you know, all touches. All of, powerful, evil yes, entity. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Very. And not all of the, you know, again, something like that is a little bit more subdued, but a mm-hmm. lot of them are hit you in the face. Yeah. With mm-hmm. the, with their references. Yeah. But, uh, and still though, like as much as it's meant to be, I, I didn't see this as, um, uh, what's the Netflix show with the 80, everything is eighties in it? Um, Stranger Strang- uh, Things. Stranger Things, right? Where like, I don't know. I, I lost the train of thought. The train of thought, like as much as like you know, in that one, they were playing like the music constantly, and as much as I liked the first season, even though uh, Winona Ryder is not a good actress, she's not. 
Uh, I'm just going to not agree with you. <laughs> just move on because I don't want to have this uh, fight. I, I, I thought they just went too much with nostalgia and that like this did well, not feel that way. We were talking about something like this previously mm-hmm. where shows or movies can have a really good premise and sometimes they fall into the trap of or at least the executives fall into the trap of let's just put a bunch of references in this and that'll be enough to carry out the story when realistically they should have a better story. Yes. Now, not saying Stranger Things didn't have a good story in the first season or two, which mm-hmm. it did, but the third season was garbage. Yeah, it was garbage. Um, they could have just ended it where they ended it and mm-hmm. that would have been fine well, at, at season two. It's their money now, so they got to milk it. Right, exactly. But um, this movie, even though it touches on nostalgia in a way, it didn't just, oh, let's just put soundtrack after soundtrack. Let's just throw yeah. 80s music so the, in there. So let's talk about the music. So, well, the synthesizers, The right? synthesized like, music is fantastic. Fantastic, right? Amazing. The the opening song. Um, you get a lot of that in Summer of 84, too. Yes. I, mm. I remember hearing like the synthesizer music and being like, holy shit, this is giving me strong Summer of 84 vibes. Yeah, and let's like be honest. The opening song in this movie... Um, Thunder in the Heart, which was uh, Stan Bush, right? Who also did uh, You Got the Touch from Transformers, Transformers, the movie, right? Yeah. So, like, in a way, you're like, oh, nostalgia, but they're not doing You Got the Touch, right? They're, they're do- doing the cover from Red. So, right? which was originally done by, like, John, uh, um, John Farnham. Mm-hmm. So, John Farnham, who had originally done Thunder in the Heart for the movie Red, which is a... 80s mm-hmm. movie about like BMX, BMX bikes, bikes right, right. competition and yeah. everyone in the movie is doing tricks with the bike and everybody in the movie is, has a bike and it's literally and you want to talk about it, a quintessential like 80s cheese fest rad mm-hmm. is it right so you have but the, the movie the starts cover, the cover of that song right yes. with them on the bikes to mimic rad right like to, uh, to give like uh, pay to give, homage to like rad if right? you listen to thunder in the heart mm-hmm. you it, it sounds like every eight, it's very, I don't know how to explain it other than the feeling you get when you listen to the Pokemon uh, theme song, like the, I want to be the very, the like best. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has that feeling to right, it. Right. And it's so quintessentially like eighties and nineties feeling that it just works perfectly for this movie. And right. it's setting. And then you use Stan Bush to do the cover of it. Who, who did, you got the touch yeah. right from the Transformers movie. Which is uh, you got to touch, yeah. You got to power, yeah. you know. And I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> so, who, what kid didn't fucking love those movies? I, you know, I worry like, that kids who watch this movie. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, and I know that you thoroughly enjoyed this I movie. Loved it. Like the fact that I'm like, okay, do I buy the two hundred dollar <laughs> Blu-ray? And um, <laughs> some of- <laughs> okay. Is it okay? How do I hide it from the girlfriend? Because she <laughs> saw it when I was looking at eBay, and she was like, "You're not gonna fucking buy that, right?" I'm They're like, paying no, no, two hundred dollars. Paying two hundred dollars. Don't worry, I just keep watching and watching. Somebody will put it up for like not realize it's worth and put it like by now twenty dollars. <laughs> Does she know my password? And she can search for <laughs> buy history. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know if kids today, because the again the reference the movie itself is good. I would say yeah. on its own. Uh, but there are so many like well done references that you sort of can't help but also loving it a little bit more if you grew up in the eighties and nineties like we did. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up more in the nineties. You grew up more in the eighties. I'm trying to say, 
Uh, you're old. <laughs> and I, I am too. <laughs> We're both old. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, but no, yeah, like it just feels, it just feels that way. You know, it feels like one of those things that like, wow, this reminds me so much of my childhood. You know, how do you, how do you not like a movie like mm-hmm. that? So, um, yeah, back to, so she discovers uh, she's a robot. He well, discovers he she's discovers she, yeah. yeah, she knows God, she's a, you're a robot. Yeah. My God, you're a robot. That's a Police Academy um, reference. Yeah. Part six, I think, right? I don't know. Yeah. I stopped watching after two. Really? Yeah. You missed Mission to Moscow? I did miss Mission to Moscow. I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> so stupid. <laughs> um. uh, part six uh, was Citizens on, no, Citizens on Patrol? No. I forget. Wasn't Citizens on Patrol like part four? four? Yes. Four yeah. was Citizens on Patrol. Five was Assignment Miami Beach. Six was... Oh, man. Which one was Mission to Moscow? Seven. There was seven? Yes. Six was... I don't know, but Jones fights another martial artist and falls into a pile of like junk and then he puts electronic pieces in his body and then when he gets up, he pretends to be a robot and like confuses the guy and the guy goes, my God, you're a robot. And he goes, my God, you're a robot. My God, you're a robot. And then he gets the winning blow because he confuses the other martial artist. It's very funny. Yeah. Thank you for explaining it to me in excruciating detail. <laughs> I can't remember the name of part six. That's terrible. I don't know. City, city under siege. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Got it. <laughs> Not really. Well, I would have gotten it. I mean, eventually. Eventually, in like <laughs> five hours. <laughs> it would have been well done after the podcast. We would have been asleep tonight. I would have gotten a phone uh, call so saying, "City under siege." City under siege. And I, I didn't go like. <laughs> I mean, I didn't bing it. Uh, yeah, I don't Google. Sure, whatever. <laughs> um, um, no, the the movie t- you find out she's a robot. My God, you're a robot. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Let's start that again. Um, and he's like, oh, and she's like, yeah. She goes, I'm a friendship robot. Yeah, and, uh, mm-hmm. which tells you. Uh, and then another hint: there are different types of robots. Of robots she right? Because he says robot. he goes, Ar- he goes, aren't all, all robots, robots evil? evil. Mm-hmm. And she goes, no, I'm just a standard friendship robot. robot. Right, like a companion robot. Yeah, mm-hmm. which makes sense. And then uh, I think that's when she gives him the name because uh, he's like, oh, she goes, I like your outfit. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I found a turbo rider. He goes, I, you know, he goes, I don't look like a turbo rider. She's like, no, yeah, but you can be turbo, turbo kid. kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's super cute. Yeah. Super cute. And moment. again, like, which made me feel like, oh my God, like this, their relationship is so sweet. Yeah. And you, know? you get the, like, especially when they first meet, you get the idea that he's used to being alone. Maybe that he's not happy with it, but he's used to it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and later on, you know, uh, as they're, like you realize her taking the shot in the chest has uh, damaged her like power source and she's losing power. Yeah. So, so now yeah. she has to get to a graveyard, a uh, robot graveyard. Yeah. To find some sort of like power source to, or body replacement. Yeah. Or, to, yeah. to fix her thing. Yeah. And thing. her, uh, you thing, know, the thing. her, you know, the thing, uh, her, her hearts, um, her heart thing which is also a zelda reference right because it's got the little hearts hearts yes right very good thank you i'm so proud of you thanks so we got mega man and legend of zelda (laughs) 80s 
Oh my god. So much eighties. <laughs> so much eighties nostalgia. Give it to me in my veins. Um drink it and it always goes down smooth. <laughs> it does. But yeah, it's it's just a fun it's uh like so they and then it, it becomes like a little side road trip thing. They have to so the guy who was like sweet on the kid earlier is like, oh uh, you know. You, mm-hmm. This is where you have to go to find the thing. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, uh, give me, you know, I'll give well, you he my headband. Well, he won't give them information. Yeah. And she just gives her, gives him her little cute headband and he just gives it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, Cause so. he's like a sweetheart. Obviously yes, yes. he's, mm-hmm. he cares about he the tries, kid. He, you think he's like this dirt bag. He tries to be this like, you know, I'm a scummy guy. And then the Cause minute, he like earlier in the movie, he like throws a bottle at the guy who's yeah. <laughs> running the electricity for the bar yeah. <laughs> on the and bike. Then, um, and then the minute she hands over her cute little headband, he totally crumbles and like, he's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what you need to know. So he gives them the directions, but then now by him having the headband, <laughs> Zeus and his people know, know that. that that was a fucked up death. I would yeah. say, yeah. uh, his death comes at, they open his stomach and then like attaches intestines to to a bicycle. Yeah. One of those like stationary bikes, stationary bikes. And then, um, a Skeletron over there pedals while his intestines get pulled out, even after he gave them the information and he gave them the information right away. Cause he's obviously scared and Mm -hmm. doesn't want to die, but he's like, do you know how long this took? Zeus says, Yeah, so I'm not going to not torture you. Yeah. And then he, despite setting it, you know, yeah. But then he kills him and it's fucked up. He's a monster. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty well established, especially yeah. when they explain what the water is, because they explain what the water is early on. Uh, the water is people, which is another reference to an older movie I won't mention. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on. The is people. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, because he, he tells his friends, he tells the, the guy from the bar, he says, by the way, the water is humans. And he's like, he goes, what? No, it's not. And he just drinks it because they don't know. Mm-hmm. But essentially Zeus is like, well, I'm making water out of people because. Yeah. How does he do they're it? Hu- they're <laughs> hu- <laughs> he likes science. Remember his whole shtick? Yeah. He bobble the science. He meshes bodies into, um, well, body is me, uh, your human. He, he explains how much water is in the human body, right? Mm-hmm. Different percentages of water in the yeah, brain and it, bones, skin, blood, mm-hmm. and then it becomes water, which is uh, gross. It's gross. I mean, he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. The human body is mostly water, which, which shows like his intelligence level. He, he I guess like, maybe that's another clue. Yes. To what mm-hmm. he is, uh, so later on, they get caught at the graveyard, the the robot graveyard. Well, they, they get they get chased. They get caught. They can't go any further because of all the toxic smoke at the bottom of the um, graveyard. Yeah, and, and Skeletron uh, cuts off Apple's head, apple. and uh, the kid saves her. He by takes her, he takes her head. He falls down into the mist. He yeah. tapes her head onto another robot. But body. he loses his little shooter gun and hand then he thing. He passes out from the toxic yeah. waste. When and he wakes up, it's uh, well, doesn't he dream there? What happened to his parents in full? Yes. So then you see the full happening. You see that it was Skeletron and Zeus who had come to see, like they had essentially heard that the, the parents, parents had, had water. water. Well, they just. Well, yeah, but I mean, they set it up that he just shows up. He's like, oh, we're not here to hurt you. I'm just, thir- I just need a seat. And his father gives him, you find out that um, the kid is, you know, he's still a little child. Yeah. Uh, Zeus sits down and he just goes, I just want a cup of water and then we'll be on our way. Yeah. Um, and instead of them saying, no, we don't have water. 
the father gives him a cup of water. He sees it, how pure it is. Mm-hmm. And then takes he a th- drink of it. And then, and then he, he dumps the rest of it on the ground. And says, and where's like, your water supply? Where did you get this water? Yeah. And then he won't give it. And then he try he wants to kill the father. He wants to kill them. And then the mother shoots an arrow into his eye. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, they, uh, they try to drown the father and, yes. and mm-hmm. Zeus is like, not many men nowadays get to die by drowning by in fresh drowning. water. Yes. You, you should consider you should yourself lucky. Lucky, yeah. Um, and then she shoots him in the eye with an arrow. What did she say to him? Let's make it memorable then? Because yeah, she's the, like, this is the end of the road. And he, she goes, okay, well then let's, let's make, make it, it memorable. memorable. And she shoots him in the eye with an arrow, which absolutely does not affect him. Like As um, much as you would think. You would think, yeah. Like he takes a few steps back and then just... Breaks off, yeah. Breaks the off arrow. the arrow, and he kills the mother and father. Yeah, and uh, and the, the kid tries to shoot him with his toy gun, which is so sad. Yeah, and, and like cute in a way. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> like, I mean, he's like seven or eight, yeah, so you, you get the impression that he doesn't. He thinks he, he's helping. And, and then I think Zeus says, "Go ahead, kid, take your best shot or something," yeah. which I think he says again later in the movie, right? Uh, well, I know the the kid eventually says. Let's make it memorable yeah, then. Yeah. And then, then like, he's like, oh, you're the kid. You're the he goes, kid. you're full yes. of surprises. Yes, yes. Yeah. He repeats the, mo- the mother says. So he runs away and Skeltron's going to chase him. And Zeus says, let him go. He'll never survive. Yeah. Which is, well, he did. He did, yeah. So you get the full backstory yeah. to. It is a little sad before, uh, like, before he passes out from the gas, before the dream sequence, he's taping uh apple's head to one of the robot bodies there and he's trying to get her to like wake up and he's like please please he goes i don't want to be alone again yes so mm-hmm. like he was getting used to her being there and he was getting used yeah, to having being a friend al- being alone to like for her- years mm-hmm. your assu- well, assumption is most likely from seven he years looks old. like he's about like 18 19 so it's been a long time or maybe even 17 he may yeah. it may have been 10 years you mm-hmm. know probably mm-hmm it's it's fucking sad man yeah and then when he wakes up he's in one of those uh even in a sidecar on a bicycle yeah uh, frederick frederick finds him because he was looking for an animatronic hand yeah and he found one which is meant to look a little bit like the power glove i felt yes or... well so well the power glove on the turbo turbo rider suit was meant to look like the power glove and i think his was um there's a <laughs> There's a movie from the, I want to say the late 80s, early 90s with Christina Applegate where she's dating a guitarist who lost his hand because of like a violent act. But I think he gets one of those hands or you could consider it the army of darkness hand. You could really go with either or the metal hands, the metal hands, right? You can, it's probably army of darkness. The movie I'm thinking of is probably not it. But it's probably Army of Darkness. And this is an 80s Christina Applegate movie? I think 80s or 90s. I can't remember exactly. Vibes, I want to say it's called. Anyway, but more than likely it's Army of Darkness, right? Because in that he gets a metal hand. He just gets the metal hand in this movie was like up to his elbow. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he just got his hand chopped off earlier. Yeah. Vibrations is the name of the movie, by the way. Bad Vibrations? No. Oh. Just vibrations, but like I said, it more than likely is a reference to Army of Darkness because that's the more popular movie. Vibrations yeah. was something I think I rented because it just seemed because you were like, oh my god, Christine Applegate. No, actually, I think because you know what it was. She was great in a Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. I think it might have been one of those like movie things that came up as a preview for one of the 
previous VHSs I had rented, and now I wanted to see that. You know, when Blockbuster was still a thing. Yeah, and uh, when dinosaurs Hollywood, Hollywood video. <laughs> yeah, when dinosaurs roamed the earth. <laughs> um, She's a. I really liked it in something recent. Uh, Dead, Dead to Me. I think. Yeah. That was. Have you watched that? I watched the first episode of the first season. That's it. Yes. Oh, I liked the whole first season, even though. It's it's a sad show. I don't. Yes. I don't know if I can invest my heart in a sad yeah, show. Yeah, well, that's why I didn't watch the second season, yeah. and then I get yelled at by my girl. <laughs> I still haven't started the second season. You said you're gonna watch it with me. It's sad. I don't wanna. And then I'm like, um, can we just keep watching X Files? <laughs> Which did I mention? Like Scully and Mulder get on my nerves just as much as I like did the you, show. Did you end up <laughs> watching the episode Home? That the name of the Exiles episode? Yeah, that got banned for a little while. Mm, what season is it in? I don't remember. It's the one with the family where like they find the newborns buried. Yes. You watch that one? Yeah, it's, okay. It's, it's on. Oh, it's on. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. That one got banned for a while. Yeah, that's with like the it's super fucked up. and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's on there. It's oh, okay. On oh, okay. It's not banned oh, anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> well, it's banned from live television. Yeah, for it's sure. On um, Hulu now and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's disturbing. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. Okay. Yeah, but like to ban it. Okay. I mean, uh, '90s sensibilities. The time, well, well, now, now incest is a huge storyline in Game of Thrones. So, what do they care? Yeah, and you know. Yeah, isn't it like? People like vying for it now too. You have a cat. You have yeah. That, that, I saw that article the other day. It's so fucking weird. Oh my god. I know we're talking about not yucking other people's yums, but fucking yuck your yum if that's your yum. Yeah, that and pedophilia. Yeah, seriously, fucks. you fucking maniacs. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Wait, wait. You fucking Neanderthals. <laughs> what is that from? I, I just wrote it. I want two cents every time somebody uses it. Relax, <laughs> there, J. Jonah James. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, no, we're it's it, it, you know, you say it, I think it definitely is the army of darkness, it's, Evil a, Dead it's definitely army of darkness, yeah, yeah. the whole clink, 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 like, right. um, right, like he does the hand movement too, yes, that kind yes, of reminiscent. Definitely. Now of, I think about it, yeah, um, of that, but again, more 80s references, more God, enough yeah. with the nostalgia. No, I love it, no. give it to me, so um. <laughs> yeah, then he they um, just needed a fucking reanimator reference, and it would have been perfect. <laughs> There's always part two. There's always part two. That is coming. That is coming, which you I'm know, excited about now that we've seen this movie. It's in pre-production. I think I, I think know. it's in pre-production. Yeah, maybe. The kid's coming back. Anyway, so the end of the movie happens, right? So they go up against his army. He's scared. The uh, the kid's scared, obviously, because he's like by himself now with Frederick. Mm -hmm. And Frederick says an emotional like speech. And he's like, oh, is that true? And Frederick's like, I don't know, kid, but it sounded it good. It sounded <laughs> yeah, cool which, or something, yeah. Again, funny but true and like well, a hero yeah. moment well, you know they have, they have their first interaction at the beginning where he the kid bumps into frederick and frederick like lectures him he's like never never like bump into a man's like space like he's circle like, you're, space you're right? invading my bubble my <laughs> bubble yeah you know <laughs> and then frederick uh the kid uses it later right on like, apple on, on apple um and now here they are together at the end at the climax like taking on zeus's army together it's a it's a nice uh um, arc arc yes definitely and very powerful very you know like yeah. the uh, two of them versus the evil olympic olympian army of zeus you yeah. know um very powerful yeah and, I, then, and it's a great scene and he and he kicks ass and he fights and and just as about to be he, you know, he's gonna get murdered by the girl 
the, uh, the evil girl. Yeah. Uh, lo and behold, uh, who comes? comes from <laughs> Apple to the rescue. Apple to the rescue. On, riding on a, bike on a unicorn. On a unicorn. On a unicorn, which is very. Uh, uh, it's a yeah. It was a. It's a bike, obviously, but mm. it's got a unicorn spear, and she mm. uses the unicorn spear to spear the and, girl. Yeah, and. I got very like a uh, rainbow bright, never-ending story like yeah, feeling, feelings yeah, from it. Yeah, you know, like uh, um, me too. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, and then she, you know, she spears the girl. She brings him back his glove that she had that he had that left he had, there when he dropped. Off. Yeah, when he tried to save her. And uh, um, you know, he he gets uh, Frederick gets shot by Zeus, but again, like in the shoulder, not yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't. It wasn't a, a fatal. Yeah, it wasn't a blow. fatal wound. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like the the whole time, uh, there's been a countdown going on uh, for this like huge like bomb that Frederick yes, had, that found. Frederick had found. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was to stop Zeus, yeah. which which again kind of implies that like Frederick knew that he was a robot because that's realistically the only thing that would have been able to stop him. Well, no, when he gets I, shot, didn't he bring the bomb because they knew they were gonna be outnumbered though. No, he specifically said, I'm going to shove this bomb so far up Zeus's ass, he's going to taste his own shit. Well, well I, uh-huh. it, it could have also implied Maybe. that he was going to try, because they knew they were going to be so outnumbered, it might have been... To That's a possibility. That being said, though, when he when he first gets there, Turbo Kid, when he gets his glove back, he shoots Zeus, and whereas everyone else, it had splattered them. Yeah, it incinerated them. It incinerated them, uh, and they're like blood Zeus, would fly yeah, everywhere. Zeus was able to absorb the the impact of the, the Yeah, shot. you just see him getting like electrocuted and I'm like Okay. And as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, okay, that's weird. Yeah, so, I mean, your point is that maybe um, Frederick, when he punched him and got his hand cru- like captured and crushed, he may have known like no man could have taken that shot. Maybe. So yeah. It's a possibility. But, um, and then, yeah, so that's when you find out Zeus is a robot. Yeah. And I that's your robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no, but th- that's essentially the, the, the part of the story where I was like, Okay. I mean, like, it, I didn't I, think it was bad. I, I just was like, oh. I wasn't, like, disappointed. I saw it coming at that point. I wasn't disappointed. Mm-hmm. I was just, like, indifferent. And I was like, okay, so if there's friendship bots, there's clearly some sort of war bot or, yeah. you know. Uh, well, I like that the little expedi- exposition dump that uh, Zeus does, does where he mm-hmm. talks about killing his master, who yes. you're assuming he was created in the image of him. So maybe, maybe he Zeus was an actual dude, and he looked like Michael Ironside, and he had, like, a a servant robot made in his likeness just so that way he could like be leisurely in, when it came to certain things. But then he like took over and killed his, maybe his became master aware. Yeah. Became, you know, possibility it's, it's interesting. And there goes your evil robot trope. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like earlier in the movie, that's the hint, I guess. Yeah. I thought all mm-hmm. robots were evil. Now I'm just a friendship robot. And then, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a warmongering robot. I'm something. a warmongering robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's I what he crush the human spirit. Yeah, I think I that's wanna, what he said. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was warmongering the term he used, but he used some sort of like some so, sort of term like that. Yeah, some sort of evil. Um, I'm all for war and the some sort of weird evil exposition machine. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember it fully, but <laughs> their little speech. But his, you know. When he realizes that he can't shoot him with his uh, Mega Man armband, he throws the bomb that didn't go off. Uh, Frederick's uh, countdown bomb didn't explode. Well, again, a throwback to earlier in the movie when uh, when the kid finds out that Apple's a robot, he's like, oh, can you shoot lasers out of your mouth or anything? And she's oh, like, yeah. no, I'm just no, a friendship, a friendship robot. robot. 
Zeus can. Yes. So he goes, he goes, well, this is what I can do. And then he, like, you see him generating, like, sparks and stuff. Evil, and, it's, uh, and red it's, laser beams out of his eyes. Out of, uh, it's not his eyes, oh, it's his, his mouth. Oh, was it his mouth? Um, so she, so he's about to get, like, they're getting electrocuted, both Apple and the kid. Mm-hmm. And he sees that it's fully charging up his... His beam. His beam. Very much like uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Iron Man costume, When he gets yeah. hit with the... He's like, the, you are at 5,000%. Uh, oh, thanks. From Thor's uh, lightning strike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, he goes and, like, kicks the faulty... Bomb. Uh, bomb towards Zeus and then goes and blows it up. And Apple sees what he's doing, so she covers him knowing that she can protect she him can, yeah and uh she dies she does. poor poor Ooh. apple justice for Shit. apple yeah justice for apple <laughs> justice for <laughs> apple and not, and not the company <laughs> yeah no <laughs> justice for apple the robot the robot um for uh, kind of like lawrence, justice for barb from yeah. stranger things from stranger justice things. for apple <laughs> uh lawrence leboeuf yeah she was great she was fantastic she was like so believable as this like fun robot like I, I don't want to say childlike, but like something like that, you know, a childlike uh, mentality. Mentality or just like, um, I just think overly loving mentality. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't call it like childlike because she wasn't. Would well, you she was playful, like playful mentality, like everything was, you know, the tag when they were playing tag, you know. Yeah, when she was practicing with her gnome stick oh boomstick boomstick yeah the boomstick gnome stick thing Mm -hmm. right Uh, because she's i mean she's a friendship bob everything is to be like friendly and loving with the the part you know like the The person person. clearly like the robots are made to need people which is why she latched on to the kid they also have like a a kiss moment don't they um so does she generate feelings as well yeah or Um, or maybe she's like a companion uh-huh. bot, yeah. you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, well, doesn't that happen in um, doesn't happen in Blade Runner 2049? Yeah. Well, in Blade Runner in general, they're uh, they're so authentic. They uh, you know. Yeah. Eh. 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 So yeah, she's a companion bot or a friendship bot. So the. Would you call it a MacGuffin of the movie? Like the search for the water? They mentioned it like twice. Yeah. And then it just like they find it uh, yeah, after the, the explosion. The explosion of the, cracks the. Well, the, the, the death of the tyrant and the person who controls. Well, makes the water. Makes the water. Uh, finds the. By accident, he finds the water source. The water source. Which, which I thought was like, eh, who cares? Yeah. You know? I mean, again, they mentioned it like twice in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's not a huge point. It's not like the well, kid I was mean, on a quest it, to find the water. But not only that, I mean, if you think about it too, the death of his parents has to do with a water source as yeah. well. Maybe so, it was around that area where did it happened. Know, did they know? Did and they know the kid didn't there. know. The kid didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's a lot to it. Yeah. I'm not as like, and now as we're talking about it, I think about it. I, I didn't really care. Uh, yeah. It didn't bother me. I don't um, know. It, like, mm-hmm. it didn't bother me for the movie. But I was just like, oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. they did mention it in the movie twice. So yeah, yeah. I guess it's a good he, thing they found it. He touched me on the shoulder once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll start that again either. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it didn't really, but now that I think about it, I was like, oh, did the parents, cause they, he never finds out where the water was. No, so they don't tell, they don't tell, they never Zeus. tell him. So I wonder if was that it and then yeah. his death is the, oh, here it is. You yeah. Know? He came back now. Yeah. So his, his, uh, you know, 
his destruction leads to the location of it yeah. and now frederick knows where it is so yeah so the sequel the sequel bait of the movie is that you know uh the kid survives frederick survives frederick well, will is frederick gonna, become the tyrant who controls the water now no i don't think he's gonna become the bad guy he's too no, much he's too uh he's too cool yeah um, he's too adorable i like him yeah he's, i love he, frederick yeah. he's great uh, um, no he's you know and and well, then well, he's a find out what's on the other side of, of the, the wasteland, wasteland. Mm -hmm. so frederick is it a robot manufacturing uh facility maybe uh no but the kid is like all right well i'm gonna go and he's like well he goes what are you looking to find and he's like nothing he goes i'm just looking to explore you know mm -hmm. and he's okay with being alone and it's it it's, a sad, it's, it's, a, sad ending, it's a sad ending no, you know to me it was it's like, a story it, his arc is you know he was used to being alone because that's what protected him. And then he found this friend who made him not want to be alone anymore. And then he ended up alone again. And he was, he, he's kind of now like not putting himself in uh, a way of like, Oh, I don't want to be hurt. I, I you know, I, I don't want to get hurt. So I have to be alone. Now it's, I don't want to hurt. Like, I don't want to be hurt. I, I emotionally. Found the ending to be like, bittersweet yeah i mean for you bittersweet for me it was like i was sad <laughs> yeah i wish I wanted, you would have stayed with frederick yeah and but i mean at the same time if you if you think about it the whole movie is like i mean it's uh, fucking sad it's sad yeah it's, it's a post-apocalyptic post 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 it's at the same time right it's it's caring it's loving mm -hmm. right it, it doesn't follow all these other post-apocalyptic like movies mm -hmm. they're all meant to be like mostly depressing like mm -hmm. everywhere from um uh what's the one with Viggo Mortensen over there the road the road which is brutal yeah. brutal right yeah to like uh like you know like a Mad Max road warrior where it's just like action and like you know what I appreciated about this post-apocalyptic movie what no rape and i know that sounds silly uh, but the, no i feel like every, and, no, and no cannibalism yeah so even though well, well, in a way yes but, it is cannibalism because yes, they're drinking is, the water from but, the bodies but like it's a toned down version yes, of it yes yes like, yeah whereas like you know and the other ones are you know they're eating them and yeah stuff, right, exactly right, yeah. i just uh i feel like that's always something where like post-apocalyptic they're like oh they always have to go there because it's a it's a devolved society so they you know they do things like that and they cannibalize and they rape and they torture and all that stuff and it's like yeah you have you have like death matches and you have like a toned down version of cannibalism i just appreciate that it's very much like we're going to leave that aspect oh, out of it. Turbo Kid 2, pre-production. You know what the plot is? What? A sequel to the 80s-inspired sci-fi action comedy Turbo Kid. Plot unknown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I am looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I can only guess where it's going. Um, Who knows? Who knows if he'll find another version of Apple? Last, Who knows if... Yeah, but you know what? The last time it was updated was April 24th, 2017. Oof. Does so it mean, might not even it be. It may not even come out. Like, yeah. I don't know. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, as more time goes on, there's still hype around this movie. I feel um, like it's only really grown in its appreciation over the last year or so. You know? I really liked it. Me too. I mean, again, if it ended that way and that was just it. I okay. want the person to sing, whoever did uh, You're the Best from Karate Kid, to do a cover for a song. <laughs> You're the best around. Um, Isn't that Peter Cetera? No. No? Um, Joe Esposito, yeah. you're the best. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if, like, <laughs> especially if it has, like, a slightly bigger budget, if they did 
like maybe a few more covers. Well, even if they just did one major cover, I, I feel like I that'd be great. I appreciated the lack of... Um like a ton of same thing with summer of 84 right mm -hmm. they had a good version of cruel summer yeah. because it it was just appropriate for the movie yeah because it was summertime and they were all home yeah and right? it's a cruel summer because of the mm -hmm. killings and the yeah. missing kids mm -hmm. and the horror <laughs> and uh what, what other movie radius what is this about 2017 a man wakes up with no memory of who he is and finds out that everyone who comes within a certain distance of him suddenly dies Oh, radius. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. What is that about? I mean, I who? who I mean, who's in it? Like, why did you <laughs> pull it up? Oh, it's the other movie the uh, the directors did. So, Summer of '84, Turbo Kid, and Radius. Yeah. That's cool. Oh no, they produce. He produced it. He's not the director. Oh. Okay. The only director they have. The only other movie was Summer of '84, for Francis. Uh, for all of them. For all. Of I them. think they just work as a trio. a trio. Yeah. All right, guys. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. There you go. My final thoughts were this movie deserves a sequel, and I hope it gets it. Do you think it actually needs a sequel, though? I don't think it needs a sequel. Okay, I think it I deserves a I sequel. Said, I would think that this movie is good as it is. Um, I don't think it needs a sequel, but considering... I actually want to see. What did this movie make budget-wise? Did it even come out in theaters? I don't think so. It didn't. Right. It's a good, it's a good movie. Uh, it's if you're born any, literally at any point from like 1980 on, you'll enjoy this movie. If you're a fan of 80s, 90s culture. Uh, and I think the music was good. I think the, synth the synthesizer music was great. I think the acting was very well, you know, was very gr I don't want to say well done, but the acting was good. But the acting acting was excellent. You know, I liked. Um, I liked the back and forth between you know Michael Ironside I and Frederick. Ironside, like I said, we were saying, um, just the way that Apple was like over the top friendship wise, his over the top like evil character made sense for the type of robot that he was. Yeah. Right. So people, I think some of it was like that he was over the top, like. What don't you get? She was over the top in her like friendship wise because she's a friendship friendship bot. He's over the top in like evilness because also it's Michael fucking Ironside <laughs> playing a villain like uh, the huge. If you've seen him <laughs> as a villain in anything else, you know he's over the top. Wow, gross USA sixty seven thousand dollars. Yeah, it didn't make uh, anything. I'm actually surprised that there's even a possibility of a sequel considering how so bad. How did it get okay? Opening weekend USA $31,000, gross USA $67,000, and then it says cumul cumulative worldwide gross $67,000. So it didn't, so it only released in the US. US. So I'm guessing money made through DVD, Blu ray sales, streaming is what's getting it a sequel. I wish I could talk to the directors of this movie. I know, me too. Like, reach out to them on Twitter. Okay, like, how is this happening? Uh, what gave you it says budget cad sixty thousand. so i enjoyed this movie a lot yeah um yeah so i like i said i don't think they need a sequel i don't think they need if, a sequel but if one if happens it, if it can be released in theaters if fans can go and see it um, i would happily pay money to go see it in theaters like like history has shown most of the times cult like uh status on dvd and blu-ray and word of mouth doesn't necessarily equate to um huge box office for the sequel 
True. So uh, just like Blade Runner 2049, um, the uh, Doctor Sleep when it comes to The Shining. Uh, the Shining. Yeah, because I feel like The Shining is... As much as it's known in the mainstream, I don't think think that it's necessarily favorited by a lot of like mainstream people. Like yeah. I think movie people like The Shining a lot. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it did. It did. De- it did like but well. Same thing with Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade it, Runner is uh, a cult did, more. Shining did like well, but it didn't do like fantastic. Um, Blade Runner bombed, uh, and even though both of them have such a huge cult following. The sequels did absolute shit. Yeah. And even though they were both very good, yeah. I thought. I heard Dr. Sleep was incredible. Uh, I wouldn't call it incredible, but I thought it was very good. Yeah. I liked it very much, but. I, uh, yeah, I think the, and again, I, it's also different for those movies because there was such a long period of time between them, between yes. like the initial movies and then oh, the sequels. Yeah. Uh, 30 fucking years. For like both of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is only a couple of years out. So it would be like maybe there's order being restored, but there's like some, you know, I, I think that you can go in a lot of different directions uh, with a movie, with the sequel. Um, I Like I said, I agree with you. I don't think it needs a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, but if a sequel happens, I would love to see where they take it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and I hope a sequel brings more fans and more movie people to the original that would say when they see the sequel may not even know that this is Turbo Kid 2. They may just say, oh, what's this cool movie? Like, let me, oh, this is a sequel. Oh, let me go see that original too. But um, who knows? Like, I guess we'll see. I have a question for you. Yes. Do you think Summer of 84 is open-ended for a sequel? I think they could absolutely do a sequel with Summer of 84. You think so? Yes. Uh, Did it end with, uh, you know, the kids never got? No. No, right? Didn't do any of that. I absolutely think they could do a sequel with it. Yeah. Would they though? Probably not. I don't think so. I think I think the open endedness is kind of where for that movie, like that's what they were going for, and they don't intend to do a sequel. I don't think they intend to but do I one, do, but I think they absolutely could. I think they could, and just a reflection of that kid's life as an adult, maybe. Uh or, you know, a couple of years later, like surviving past the trauma and surviving past the trauma, they could maybe the it. return. They could even wipe him out and do something where someone looks into it. They can do, yeah, you know, there's a lot that can be done. It's in, I'm 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 interested to to see. I I would love to like. I'm, I'm gonna see if I can find them on Twitter mm-hmm. and see if what their thoughts are. Find them on Twitter. Reach out yeah. to them. I well, think I'll I'll be tagging them when I when we put up this yes, episode. Yes. Uh, and I so far, every movie they've made, I've enjoyed thoroughly. So I don't know what else to do. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah. I mean, uh, but if they're if they're like lesser known, so far, yeah. good track record yeah. so far, you know. Under notice, underappreciated, uh, under budget, under budget horror and sci-fi and, comedy, and horror and sci-fi comedy, sci-fi I, comedy action. I would right? say, yeah, I mean, sci-fi comedy action, uh, all in one, yeah. Uh, not 80s nostalgic um this movie's got so much it's going so much for categories it. yeah, yeah. How, sci-fi this, this is basically it right like like we said at the beginning uh mad max mega man uh rad, rad. uh at the, and at the same time like you got I, I got like a hint of like goonies monster squad because it's kid traveling on their bicycle to get to point a to point b to yeah. point c right no cars no gas right like everything is Hey, we're kids and we have no access. We have to travel everywhere on bicycles. Yeah, but like, I like that that's the universe, that it's everyone has well, it's to travel. Everyone, yeah. yeah. Uh, but how can you be... And, and the fact that it was built 
this movie was created to look like it was made in the 80s and it's a post-apocalyptic 1997, right? So, like, the mentality is that if we're in the 80s, the world's going to end in, like, 10 to 20 years. And it's Well, no, the, the impression is that in the 80s, the world... Ended. ended yeah like well, it, I, but but because I'm they're already like, living in that post-apocalyptic world when he's my a kid. point is like the movie's being made in the 80s if yes yeah, the like, feeling is that the movie was made it, like during the, the era during of the, the 80s, era of the 80s yes. right and the and then now this is taking place in the 90s like the the world's already ended um so i appreciated that too like as if you know like just like man max uh, road warrior was like made in the 80s and that the futures are like that movie's taking place in like 10 20 years right i mean i yeah. haven't seen it in forever but so how the fact that this movie, like, again, I, I've heard about it for a couple of years, but, and I always said, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll watch it. But yeah. man, how this movie should have had a bigger, you know, I think this and, and summer of 84 should have both had, I think for horror fans and for sci-fi fans, any fans of like the genres, any fans of the genres uh, really need to have summer of 84, and need to have uh, this movie in their repertoire. Repertoire. I think it's so. They're so well done, you know. And I, and I can't say that enough. I my concern, and this is my concern for indie directors in general, right? Indie directors who do really good indie movies with a super low budget, who end up getting bigger budgets, end up failing. So, not to like call out other directors and i don't mean that they're failures i just mean that the movies maybe don't compare to the things that they made when they had lower budgets because they had to use their creativity more mm -hmm. look at adam wingard adam wingard made the guest and made your next for nothing, nothing. budgets mm -hmm. and those movies are phenomenal fantastic movies. and then he got godzilla and then the blair witch remake and death note and those movies aren't like again. Maybe they were commercially successful. That's great, but I think as but far then, as the quality of movies concerned. Right, but then he did Ready or Not, which I think no, was, no? he didn't. Oh, no. he didn't do Ready or Not. No, that's like oh. Radio something. The group. It's another. It's a trilogy of uh, people. It's a trio of directors. Of directors. Okay. Yeah, it's like their company's called something like Radio something. He also um, did Death Note. Death Note, right? Death Note. Did, did he do Zilla vs Kong? Yes, he did. Okay, so that was a big hit for him, though. It was a. I'm not. No, no. no. Mm -hmm. I'm saying like Blair Witch, the the re, the remake, the, re the sequel, soft well, reboot, soft reboot sequel. Mm -hmm. That was mildly successful. Yes. Um, and I've heard good things about it, but for the most part, it's been like forgotten to the but, last few but years. I, but I so much more appreciate his like, um, the guest, and yes, but next. you more appreciate the guest than your next. Uh, and he had done the segments in VHS too, right? Like, okay. which, which are, were, which were good also, mm -hmm. but again, lower budget, lower, you know, uh, like maybe not as much pressure because there's lower budget, more freedom, more freedom. Yeah. Um, and then look at, uh, who are the guys, Aaron Moorhead, the guys who made, uh, the endless and resolution. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I haven't seen spring. But I heard, but I know how much we enjoyed Resolution and The Endless. Which I saw all their movies. And you watched synchro Synchronicity? Synchronic. Synchronic. Yes. You said it was meh. Yeah, it was meh. I, I mean, like, I, I... But it's definitely a bigger budget than the others. It's, it, it was a bigger budget, and I thought it was probably the weakest of all their movies. 
it definitely had a, you could tell it probably had a bigger budget, but I just wasn't feeling it. And these, these directors that I'm talking about are also doing like movie universes. So Adam Wingard did Godzilla vs. Kong, right? Which again, I know is commercially successful. I get it. It's made decent money, but like, would you like comparing it to his work? Like, I'm glad he's getting the opportunity to make bigger movies, Mm -hmm. but the movies he made felt more, I don't want to say authentic, but like, they just don't feel like big back, big blockbuster action movies but it's not even just them because the guys who did uh endless and resolution aaron moorhead and i can't remember the other one for the life of me they're doing a marvel show now called moon knight you know like so it's but you also like now that they're doing moon knight are they gonna um, cave like they're gonna have to cave to the pressures of the justin benson is the other one too justin benson yeah and like Um, are they gonna have right are they gonna have to cave to the studio demands are they gonna have to you know and like obviously they're a team say and uh same although adam wingard i think uh also has a teammate that he does his movies with i think adam wingard's the director and then the other guy's the writer but yeah like my that's my only real concern as far as what the next big step is for them. If they do a bigger budgeted movie, if they get the backing, will it be as good? Will it be, you know, will it be kind of shit? Cause they rely too much on the budget, you know, someone, I can't remember who it was, but someone made the comment about George Lucas in the seventies. And I know we keep bringing up star Wars, but someone said, no, more star Wars. no, no, but it, it's, it's important to this. Would star Wars have been as successful if he had the money and budget he wanted for the first three movies that he made people say no because he would have made he also had other people like willing to tell him no willing to tell him no and edit like wasn't the if i remember correctly the first star wars which later got dubbed a new hope like by the way uh, adam wingard does work with simon barrett who's the writer go ahead um the first star wars movie like over four hours in a complete mess and had to be like edited and chopped down that's yeah yeah you like, know so, so there's there right but my point is would it have been as successful and will these directors fall into the same traps that maybe even george lucas did where you become your product and your own you, worst enemy <laughs> yeah you become your own worst enemy you you put too much money into your like budget and now you don't have to worry about well, this you don't have to worry about I that mean, you don't look, have to worry about being creative at, when I look at the prequels to Star Wars, you know, for the time with all the um, CGI and everything, that CGI does not hold up now. No, it doesn't. It, it looks bad for the most part, which is why I'm all about practical effects. Which this movie has a lot of great practical effects, which yes. we didn't really talk about. Which Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what low budget forces you to do. It forces you to do practical. Mm-hmm. And again, it's... It's a great movie, and again, and Summer of 84 is a great movie, and I'm looking forward to what these trio of directors do in the future, but I am concerned about what a bigger budget and more money can do to a trio well, it, of it, directors. It does have its benefits as well, so we'll see what Turbo Kid 2 can do, hopefully, um, if it does have a bigger budget and uh, a wide release, and will it even have a wide release, or will it be the same? I don't know. I can't find much info about it. Everything is... Because I think it was filmed in, like, New Zealand and... It was a joint effort in New Zealand. Canada. Canada, yeah. Yeah. So, 
And the update on IMDb doesn't say much. So 2017 was the list. We'll update. see what happens. Uh, yeah. So again, I think there is potential. I think the movie could have just been this. But if the sequel does bring more attention to them, to the the original, and can give these guys a boost, guys yeah. and gals, yeah. um, a boost, we'll, uh, we'll support in. it. I'm in for it. I'm uh, I'm all aboard. All Same. aboard the Turbo Kid Express. Yeah. So, alrighty. All right. Thanks for joining us as always, guys. And just remember, you got the touch.